Here's a few exciting scenes from tonight's episode of The Tom Gully Show. Julius Caesar, welcome to the program, oh great Caesar. So you get up to go to work at the Senate one day. You're walking in. When did you realize that maybe things were a little amiss? Well, let's just see if maybe I can pinpoint the exact moment. Um... I guess it might have been the moment that 23 guys walked up to me, pulled a tunic over my head like a hockey jersey, and started stabbing me with long, sharp knives. Yeah, yeah, I guess that would be around the time I realized this would not be a standard day at the office. Due to some violent content, parental discretion is advised. It's time, America. Mr. and Mrs. North of South American, all the ships at sea, let's go to press. So sit back, buckle in, place your tray table in its upright locked position, and get ready for big time radio, friends. It's time for... Good evening, it is the Ides of March, Friday, March 14th, 2014, episode 196. I'm Tom Gully, and tonight on The Tom Gully Show, Julius Caesar was a Roman general, statesman, consul, and notable author of Latin prose. But tonight, he's just another guest on The Tom Gully Show. We'll talk with Julius about his life, loves, assassination, toga wear, and more as we gab with Rome's greatest leader, just in time for the Ides of March, tonight on The Tom Gully Show. All the only days you find And the teardrop in your eye Soaks the desert of your mind And it's time to pay the toll Let the truth wagon Hi, I'm Tom Gully, host of The Tom Gully Show, and I'm here to talk to you about the most amazing phenomenon. Uh, you see, although thousands download each episode of The Tom Gully Show, not that many actually like our show on Facebook. So we'd like to try and do something to get more likes and, uh, hey boss, never fear, I got this one solved, you know? Oh, Vinny, great. Uh, folks, this is Vinny. He does things for the show from time to time, uh, most of which we can't talk about. Uh, Vinny, what's your solution? Okay, what we do is 
we get a cute little kitty cat. Alright? Then, if we don't get enough likes within about five minutes, I twist its little head until it pops. Oh, oh, oh good, good Christ, no! We're not doing something like that. What, what makes you what makes you think something like that would even work? Well, it works when you use a kid instead of a kitty cat. Folks, we'd appreciate it if you'd go and like the Tom Gully show on Facebook. Today, right upon the Ides of March, we're honored to be speaking with Roman general, statesman, consul, yes, the legendary historical figure himself, Julius Caesar. Welcome to the program, O Great Caesar. Yeah, don't worry about it. It's no big deal. I wasn't throwing nothing anyways. Well, of course not. You've been dead for a couple thousand years now. You know, I noticed the first thing you do with a lot of your guests is point out that they may perhaps have been dead for a while, you know? Right out of the gate, right out of the box, you gotta start with the, you, you may have been maggot feed for a while stuff, you know, cut the crap, all right? I'm sorry. Hey, you're damn right you're sorry. So instead, let's talk multiple stab wounds and getting blood stains out of a toga. Oh, no, no, that's hilarious. That's, that's very hilarious. All kidding aside, when most people hear the term Julius Caesar, they think famous Roman leader, but not, not many people are probably familiar with all the details. What do you got to bring that up for? I mean, why you got to be dragging up those previous details? The prosecutor said if I keep my nose clean, that those were going to be sponged off. You mean expunged? Yeah, whatever. No, I'm not, I'm not talking about anything like that. I'm talking about the good stuff. The good stuff, like the conquest of Gaul, uh, being the first Roman general to cross both the English Channel and the Rhine. That must have been exciting, right? You know, if you say so. It wasn't exciting? It was a couple of rivers. You know, what were we going to do? Look at them? I said, fellas, let's get a boat. Better still, let's use those already existing bridges over there. Hello. Boom, we're in, we're out. The Frenchies ain't the wiser. Frenchies? That doesn't sound very Roman. In fact, if you don't mind me saying so, your accent doesn't sound very Roman at all to me. Of course it does. From the, you know, the New York part of Rome. You were proclaimed dictator in perpetuity, which is a very good title to have. Uh, just what kind of diplomatic strategy did you employ during that time? I was the first proponent of what I like to call... Head-on-a-stick diplomacy. Head-on-a-stick diplomacy? Yeah, that's where if you have a dispute with somebody, you cut off their head and you put it on a stick to discourage other people from also having a dispute with you later on. Extremely graphic, but probably effective. Well, you know, it can create some internal problems, stylistically, example. Guy comes up and he says, I have some good news and I have some bad news. The bad news is Roy from accounting doesn't agree with your cash funding strategy. But the good news is his head fell off the stick, so it's not creeping out as many people as usual. Speaking of creepiness and death, let's talk a little bit about the Ides of March, shall we? Oh boy, here we go. So you get up to go to work at the Senate one day. You're walking in. When did you realize that maybe things were a little amiss? 
Well, let's just see if maybe I can pinpoint the exact moment. Um, I guess it might have been the moment that 23 guys walked up to me, pulled a tunic over my head like a hockey jersey, and started stabbing me with long, sharp knives. Yeah, yeah, I guess that would be around the time I realized this would not be a standard day at the office. That... That had to be tough, especially since most of these guys were your friends and colleagues from way back. Uh, who were they exactly? Well, just the regular guys from the neighborhood. You know, Gaius, Lasagna Face, Longinius, Quintus, the Human Flower Pot, Ligaris, Lucius, Roman Name, Tilius, uh, Marcus, Stab You in the Back, Spurius, Publius, Stab you in the back if a bunch of other guys also agree to stab you in the back. Sextius, Cassius, the hangnail, Pontius, uh, Decimus, baby meat, Dorilius, uh, Pacuvius, the paisley pork chop, uh, Bagaloni, and I think uh, Gaius, puppy breath, Trabonius. And of course, Brutus. Can't leave him out. Oh, yeah, nice guy. I get stabbed over and over, and only one wound is fatal. Douchebag. So do you think the element of surprise is what led them being able to assassinate you? Actually, I think being blinded by my own blood, tripping over my own toga, and being stabbed over and over and over again. You know, again, if I have to have to pinpoint one thing... Hey, but it's not all bad news. Apparently, your buddy Mark Anthony was trying to warn you of the plot, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mark Anthony. Nice guy. Two seconds after I leave Egypt, he's banging Cleopatra like a screen door in a hurricane. Yeah, lifelong chomp, that guy. I guess you do have a point there, but you did have the three wives. No, no. Never had a wife. Never. I had three consorts. My mistake. Now, just... Exactly what is the difference between a wife and a consort? Uh, very little, except the consort always wears a sheet with like a brooch, and her hair is always up in a beehive hairdo. Consorts, unlike some wives, also shave their armpits. Oh, and when you get sick of a consort, you just trade her in for another consort, kind of like leasing. One of the more enduring things about the name Julius Caesar strangely, is the Caesar part due to the millions of Caesar salads that are ordered each day across this great, big, beautiful land of ours. How did your name come to be forever associated with that green, leafy bounty of deliciousness? Since I was always out conquering other countries and building the Roman Republic, I was constantly dishing out of the house in a hurry. My consorts were always trying to get me to eat something, before leaving the house, and one of them told me to seize her salad before I left, and the name just stuck, I guess. Really? No, not really. The name didn't get started till 1924. Hello, it's called Wikipedia. How the hell do I know how they name salads? You know, you got me here back from the dead, and this is the best stuff you got. You know, I could have just blown you off and done Piers Morgan tonight instead. <laughs> oh, you yeah, had me going there, I know brother. That, that one never gets old. Never, never. Oh, for the fun. Now, we touched upon it earlier, but can you talk a little more about your love affair with Cleopatra? 
You know, was that really a love affair? Look, you're stationed in Egypt for a while. You get bored. You find somebody with a box set of the Gilmore Girls. And after a couple of marathon viewing sessions and a few boxes of Egyptian wine, nature takes its course. You know, what can I say? Just how accurate was the famous play that William Shakespeare wrote about you? Yeah, you know, it was okay. You know, just not enough zombies in it for me. Zombies in ancient Rome? Oh, yeah, zombies were everywhere. You couldn't swing a dead zombie without hitting a zombie. That's funny because there's absolutely no mention of zombies in ancient writings of any kind. Hey, were you there? Well, obviously, no. Well, then how about you shut the f*** up, huh? What do you think are the biggest achievements, the biggest actual contributions the Romans left to the modern world? Well, of course, number one would be pizza, and then lemon ices, Joe DiMaggio, Goodfellas, Casino, Godfather 2, The Sopranos, and Godfather 1, in that order. Are there any things that you don't miss about ancient Rome? Oh, that's an easy one. Volcanic eruptions. Those things suck. And if you don't believe me, I got some prime land in Pompeii. I'll sell you for cheap. Explain a few things to me. What's the deal with the sandals and the bathrobe all the time with you Romans? You know, obviously, we was just centuries ahead of our time. If you've been to Jersey City, you can see... How this is how most guys actually do dress around the house. Finally, Julius Caesar, do you have any advice for the prospective leader or politician? If you're into politics and you're leaving a place and 15 guys sort of surround you and they kind of all look like they're hiding something which may or may not be gleaming in the sunlight, it may not be a good sign for your political career all your career in not bleeding to death. If I only had one word to describe this new series, it would be excitement. The drama will be about people caught up in a critical moment of life and death and presented as realistically and creatively as possible. We're tremendously excited about it. We think you will be too. You're listening to The Tom Gully Show. like to thank Julius Caesar for his appearance on the Ides of March, particularly considering that he kept complaining of some stabbing pains in his back. Uh, mysterious. Folks, we'd really appreciate it if you'd share this on your various Facebook pages. Trying to spread the word means trying to spread our little show here like a benign but invasive virus. Yeah. We'd appreciate it also if you'd like the Tom Gully Show, not me, but the show on Facebook, too, if the mood strikes you. And, of course, there's always the TomGullyShow.com. That's where you can find everything about the show. There's the Tom Gully Show store. You can buy stuff, which makes the show go because that's how I make money on it. And, uh, of course, subscribe to us on iTunes for free. 
It's free. It's for me. Follow us on Twitter at Atomic Palooka as well, so I can increase my clout and cred ratings. Because if I get enough points, we're all going to go to the aces. That'll do it for tonight. I'm out of here. I got to go talk to some people. I'll talk to you much later. Each night, Jay Johnson brings us in with the truth wagon. Go to jjohnsonmusic.com and get all of his stuff. We're going to take you out as usual with Catch 22 Blues by the Hitman Blues Band. You can get all their stuff at hitmanbluesband.com. And we will see you next time. Well, the bucket lifts a twig for a dog that's nothing big, but he don't want to. And the dog can't grab a cat, a raccoon can do all that, but he don't want to. And I dream of you at night while you hold your baby tight. But he don't want you You can see it in his eyes From the way he tells you